Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. It is time to talk some greyhound racing at 10.49 and a special going greys today because yesterday, with it being the public holiday, the Australia Day uh, across the country, uh, we didn't have our normal programming here on Sky Sports Radio, but we do today. We've got a 30-minute program hosted by Mark Olmos coming up all about greyhounds. A lot happening in the world of greyhounds, mate. Plenty. There always is, Dave. Every time we kick off chasing winners every week. We say looking forward to a big weekend of Greyhound Racing. That's because we've got heats of a, a big feature or we have the feature racing like we did last weekend with the three group ones from Wentworth Park and what a night to be at Winnie Park, Dave. A few of the well-backed favourites getting the chockies and as you know at Wentworth Park or at any race course when a favourite's coming in the straight you can just hear the cheer go up. Thousand decibels. It was uh, quite remarkable, the likes of Stanley Road, which we'll touch on later. But uh, I think it was a pretty good night for punters, except for the last couple of races. We've had a couple of outsiders, but just brilliant to, to be on course. You know what it's like, Dave. Yeah. As much as we love being here in the studio and being able to chew the fat with everybody, to be on course and be with the participants, very special night at Wentworth Park Saturday. On that, I actually spoke with Steve Noyce last week mm. on the Friday uh, before that big Wendy meeting. He came on the Big Sports Breakfast Summer Edition. We had a bit of a double mm. trying to create some money uh, for uh, Men of League, and we did. We had uh, Jack Smith's runner, which won the maiden, into uh, Stanley Road. So oh. it was a good little $400. I think we... 400 or 450 um, we got. And that was a, a big win. The name of the... Dave, that dog, Jungle Deuce. Yes, that's the one. He's one to watch out for. Now, now look, I don't really have an eye for a greyhound, but Jason Lincoln, after the race was run, I stay at the at the, the mini studio we have set up there at Wentworth Park. Jace goes and watch the, watches the dogs and he walks back with his arms raised in the air triumphantly as if I'm thinking, oh, how good am I? I've backed a $1.70 winner or tipped a $1.70 winner. But no, he walked back with his arms up and he goes, that is a dog. That is a dog. So Zipping Deuce, uh, pardon me, uh, Jungle Deuce is one we'll certainly uh, be hearing more of in the future. And Jack Smith, what a what a lovely bloke. Mm. Yeah, well, obviously a feral, feral Frankie, Frankie fame. Yeah, fame. Yeah. Uh, mate, what's on today's show? Take it away. Uh, we've got a brilliant show ahead, Dave. Thank you for, for that kind introduction. Yes, we uh, are looking forward to having a chat with young Cam Hallinan, the son of Breeders Marty and Fenona Hallinan, which tasted uh, unbelievable success on Saturday night with the two Group 1s. We'll be chatting to the trainer of WOW, Karina Britton, of course, taking out the paws of Thunder. After that, we'll have a chat with Ash Baker, the CEO of the Melbourne Greyhound Racing Association there at the Meadows, ahead of their feature, Racing Down South, the Temley Rookie Rebel and Zoom Top, not too far away. Uh, and we'll also have Daff on later on the show, Jared Daffy from Tab, just to run us through some of the markets coming up. Uh, we'll also touch on feature racing from Albion Park. It's uh, a brilliant show we've got ahead of us here on Going Greyhounds. Great to have your company. I'm Mark Olmus. Wrap up of last week's racing action we'll start off with Thursday night. Uh, was the Group 3 Golden Ticket, and it was won by the Robert Jacobson trained Crazy Cool who made it nine wins from 22 starts, a $15 pop in betting when recording a new personal best of 29.61. Quite unexpected for the daughter of Barsha Bale. Regally bred out of Crazy Sexy and will be aiming to replicate the feats of Seneki, who won the golden ticket in 2020 before taking out the $150,000 to the winner. Final two weeks later, then the action went to Wentworth Park, as we've already touched on on Saturday night for feature racing. We had the listed Collison final, of course, the consolation for the Paws of Thunder. Australian Greyhound of the Year 
from last season, Simon told Helen, was upstaged by the ever-consistent Ebby Infrared. Uh, the son of Aussie Infrared and Lonesome Knight made it 30 wins from 71 starts. There's been a great campaigner for owner-breeder Michael Ebrand, who took his earnings past $132,000. AJ, he's known as Aussie Junior, as been a great dog for Michael Ebron. Uh, the Group 2 Summer Distance Plate was won by race favourite Stanley Road. As I mentioned to Dave earlier, big cheers from the crowd. Getting the cash was very well supported and really streaked home late in the straight to to get up and win at around about the 6-4 to four quote. Might have even started shorter, actually. A son of Alan Deedon Piper Road. And on Saturday night, 26-year-old Luke Adams uh, had a red-letter evening. Uh, he's only had his... Trainer's licence for six months and collected a feature group one double with the litter mates Zipping Sapporo and Zipping Moose taking out the Futurity and the Derby respectively. Both dogs owned and bred by the Helen and family will now target the Richmond Oaks and the Richmond Derby. And finally, the open age group one of the evening, the Paws of Thunder, won by Wow for Karina Britton. An unbelievable performance on track and everybody had their breath taken away uh, by the performance of this uh, greyhound. Uh, Karina Britton has some sort of a story which we'll touch on a little later with her. Uh, Ken Wright was uh, one of her mentors, won the National Derby with Eiffeller in 2005 and Edie Beecham who won the 2006 Egg. Now, speaking of Wentworth Park, that's where we are focusing on first. Our first guest will be young Cam Hallinan. And uh, Cam, as I mentioned, is the son of Marty and Fiona Hallinan, who operate the 200-acre property at Clergate, 10 kilometres west of Orange, renowned for not only their superior racing stock, but as uh, one of the best rearing establishments in Australia, some of their champion dogs. Gee, this is a very long list. Uh, Mantra Lad, Malfoy, Zipping Willow, Many Tricks, Zipping Midge, all the Zipping Dogs, Zipping Brock, uh, Zipping Lad, Zipping Taylor, Zipping Bailey, Zipping Garth. One of the fastest dogs that Jason McKay's uh, ever trained, or the fastest, he says he's trained now at Stud, Zipping Veyron and Zipping Moose and Zipping Zipporah, who won on Saturday night by Aston DB out of Crafty Lady. Uh, the dam has also produced Zipping Mitzi, Sultan, Zeke and Caitlin. Moose has now won five from six with a second placing in the Group 3 Maiden or Million Dollar Chase Night and Zipping Sapporo seven from nine. Absolutely flying. And Cam Hallinan joins us on the line. Cam... Welcome. Great to have you on, and, and we love promoting the, the younger people of the industry. Firstly, uh, still on a high from Saturday night, I bet. Welcome. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me. Nah, definitely on a high. It's sort of only just sunk in on the, the last couple of days, but I spoke to Luke, and if, if there's someone on a high, it'd still be... Absolutely. No, and, and to see Luke and how jubilant he was on Saturday night, and I think he was just more in disbelief. So I hope he's had time to be able to, to take it in and be able to enjoy the achievement. What about for yourself, Cam, and Mum and Dad? Where were you watching and what was the feeling like, not only after the first group one, but after the second one at some achievement? It was done back in 2019 by Jeff Britton with Circle of Dreams and Axel Footloose, but to win two group ones on the same night with the same litter that uh, you guys have read and produced uh, must have been a massive thrill considering all the other thrills that your family has tasted in the racing industry. Oh, this one, this one's got to be up there with one of the best, I reckon. To, to win one's a, a real big night, but to win two, that's just that's a night you'll never forget that. Uh, me and Dad and Mum sat in the lounge room and watched them, so you could imagine we lifted the roof, <laughs> especially after, after Moose. We rode in. 
absolutely. And uh, and and Cam also just you, how just give us a bit of background on yourself. How old are you, Cam? Uh, just turned twenty-four. And how tall are you? Because I was having a look on Facebook. Quite a tall lad. Yeah, I, I haven't really measured myself, but everyone says I'd be six three for sure. Yeah, brilliant stuff, mate. Feel, uh, built like a greyhound, mate. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> still filling out, still filling that's out, like many, I'm sure, of your young upcoming greyhounds. What about uh, what about this bitch, um, crafty lady? She's been a superb producer, and I heard Jason Lincoln talking about her on Saturday night to our Sky Racing Active uh, audience. Can you tell us a bit more about her? Oh, she's just she's up there with one of the best producers since I've been right into the greyhounds. That's for sure. Um, she was a stay. She only had limited starts. She only had eighteen starts for nine wins. So that's that's sort of where she's pushing the strength into into her pups. But any sire we put to her, even if it was a backyard sire, she just she produced pups and city class. Absolutely, and she's and, and group dog, and she's already proved that. Uh, Kim, what what is it? Uh, what is it that you love the most? I guess about uh, the the rearing process and just just greyhounds in general. Is it the breeding? Is it the um, the, the matings? Even is it the the racing of them and getting them ready to, to, to go to trainers? What what is it you love about it the most? Because going on your Facebook, you just you're mad for it, and it looks as though that's not going away anytime soon. No, uh, the best rule is, is to be able to whelp a, pup, a litter of pups, watch, watch them grow, watch them learn how to run, use their feet, and then be able to break them in, because I break all ours in, mm. to be able to break them in and then go on. Even to win a race of Bathurst, it's still the same thrill, but it's just the thrill knowing that all the hard work, what you've put into them, has paid off. Absolutely, and we speak about it so often, the process before you get to the achievement, and it sounds like you relish that the most. And, and, and for a young man of 24 years of age, it's a great attitude to have. Tell us about some of the other dogs you've got on the ground at the moment. Zipping Winks, uh, one on debut with Jason McKay in a, a really sharp time at the Gardens. Any others that we can uh, we can look forward to? Uh, I've got a nice, i just break in a nice superior Panama litter out of, out of actually crafty lady's daughter, Zipping Caitlin. She only had limited starts. She was a staying bitch. Mackay had her. Um, but it was her first litter, and I uh, yeah, keep an eye out for them. Superior Panama. Superior Panama, noted. Yeah, they, they won't be far off from hitting the track in the next two months. And, and Cam, what about uh, Zipping Garth? Because for those listening at home, he wasn't a, a Group 1 winner. His career was cut short due to injury, but he had a massive motor. How, could, how good could he have been? And uh, what, how's he been since going to stud? Uh, I think the last time I counted, we were pushing 100 litres on the ground, so it could have changed now. Um, Bailey's just had a litter of nine herself. And, uh, yeah, he, w- he was a very fast animal. He, he's too fast not to be up there with a good size, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's going to definitely throw. He was too fast not to throw. It's, uh, it's very exciting. I'm quite amazed about uh, how how sharp and how well kept up, not only yourself, but everybody in the grain racing industry is with all of their dogs and the amount of dogs that must come through your, your, your huge property there. Um, also, with yourself, Cam, in terms of being a young bloke and representing the, the sport of greyhound racing, do you enjoy Do you enjoy coming on the radio? Because I'm sure we'll get you on the catching pen very soon. But it's all a part of it now, isn't it? Oh, it's something I've got to get used to because of the, the nerves. It's the birds, but it's something I've got to get used to. And Dad's sort of pushing me to start doing this sort of stuff. 
Tell us Sorry. about tell us a bit about your parents, Cam. In terms of, um, I guess I can I can tell a lot by your, by your Facebook, and you're very much a, a family family man. But y- your mum and dad, obviously, great mentors. Oh yeah, one of the best. Uh, you wouldn't dream of anyone else to be a mentor. That's for sure. It's a people would dream to have a mentor like what I've got. Absolutely, very very lucky uh, young man you are, Cam. Uh, really appreciate your time and and. Uh, and we appreciate uh, you giving up your time and having you on. I'm sure we'll get you on the catching pen very soon, and uh, we'll uh, we'll be in touch and to much success in 2021. Cheers, Mark. I appreciate it. Young Cam Helen and joining us uh, on Going Greyhounds. Look forward to hearing much more of Cam as the seasons go by, and he seems to be a mainstay of the greyhound industry for years and years to come. On Going Greyhounds, we'll take a short break, and we'll be catching up with the winning trainer of the Paws of Thunder from Saturday night, Karina Britt. Get into Totally Workwear right or me for our back-to-work sale. Featuring big deals on big brands like King G, Hard Yakka, Steel Blue, FXD and Cat with a huge range of shirts, pants, shorts and work boots. Need to start the year with a fresh look? We'll look after you with our custom embroidery service. Come in store or we'll come to you. Open seven days till 7pm, Monday to Friday during the sale. Totally Workwear right or me, 279 Victoria Road. Back to work sale, now on. It's Cheval Grand! Cheval Grand goes on and wins the Japan Cup! The only place to catch the very best equine superstars from around the globe, first time, every time, is right here. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. Celebrating the best New South Wales racing, Sky Sports Radio. Winlock on top, out wide, got away quickly. Zulu Warlord flew out. Wow, charging across into second position. They'll follow by Fire Legend. Winlock on top, followed up by Incapacitated. Then Vicky's Queen, Ritzer Cohen. Unison at the rear. Wow, moved up on the outside of Zulu Warlord on the top turn. They go together. Four to Winlock on top. They're followed by Fire Legend. Wow, went to the lead. He's racing away now, wow. He's won the Paws of Thunder. Wow by two. Winlock on on top, a massive run, finishing second. Then Zulu Warlord followed in by Fire Legend Incapacitated. What a wow of a performance, and I dare say breeders for years to come will have plenty of fun with naming the stock out of an incredible pause of Thunder winner from Saturday night, trained by Karina Britton, who joins us on the line. We'll welcome Karina in. Uh, Karina, firstly, happy birthday for Saturday night. What a birthday present. It's been well documented, but what a performance by your star greyhound. Uh, wow. When you hear that replay, uh, what does it make you feel? Yeah, no, it does bring a tear to my eye. Um, yeah, no, he's just an amazing dog and I'm really proud of him. What were you thinking whilst uh, whilst behind the boxes there, Karina? Were you just obviously hoping for a good start, but... Tell us about the process. Can you can you see them on a screen or can you see them out of the boxes? And then after that clean getaway, after that first sort of 50 or so metres, tell us about uh, those, well, let's say 20 seconds or so. Yeah. No, I normally, um, yeah, when I stand behind, I just look up at the screen. Um, my concern's more just to see how he jumps. I used to be able to see his head um, down in the boxes, but he hasn't been, he hasn't been doing that, so I'll... When I can't see him, I think, you know, is he going to jump or is he going to miss it? But um, no, once he, he come out good and he got himself into a um, good position, you know, I was pretty confident then. Absolutely. And uh, and especially after after getting away as clean as 
as what he did. I think it was over for, for many, many punters and they were cheering. And like you said, had the confidence levels of you. Um, so you're a Group 1 winning trainer now. Has it still managed to sink in, Karina? No, not really. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just to me. Do you think it will? Yeah, no, I think it will. Um, just yeah, I don't know. I can't really explain it. <clears throat> I just take you know. But to me, to win a race is you know, a mate, you know, any race is you know, it's a good thing. And I guess to come out and, and win a Group One, you know, it is an amazing feeling. But you know, I'm just I'm still me. So. Absolutely, yeah. and I think that's a wonderful, wonderful part of it. But I can imagine a, a few more phone calls between uh, between a Saturday night and now. Uh, have you had much interest from other owners or breeders wanting to give you pups after Saturday night? Um, no, I haven't. Um, They'll come knocking. I've, Don't worry yeah, about that. I've had a lot of um, people interested in more more his breeding, like breeding with him, like as a sire and stuff like that. But you know, I'm a very nervous person and. Just sort of having these two dogs have, um, yeah, made my anxiety levels levels pretty high. So I don't don't know if I could take on anyone else's dogs, to be honest. You, you sound a bit like me in terms of being a, a, the ultimate pessimist, but uh, you've got to believe in yourself now after you've trained a Group One winner. Um, now, after the win, you said you'd be looking towards the the Tim Lee next month at the Meadows. Uh, how is it, how exciting is it to be able to have a dog good enough to? be able to travel with and is that still the plan to head down south yeah no um i guess we, we all want dogs like um you know to travel with and there's so many great races you know out of state um the silver rose actually coming up around the same time so with i'm not sure with the um covid um restrictions and stuff but um i've still got two days to sort of work it out um with my brother-in-law because he'll probably travel with me because I'll be a nervous wreck. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of tossing up now. Do I take on, you know, all, you know, all the pretty hot dogs down there and or do I stay here and go to his um, home track? You know, he, he loves it at Bulleye. Well, you make sure to, to, to keep us uh, notified of what you do decide because everybody will be watching for where WOW goes to next. Now, uh, tell us a, a bit about the background and the special story, how you came to get this guy, uh, Wow, and his brother, Ad Astra. Uh, I think we, we heard a bit of it on uh, on the dogs.com.au through Grand Race in New South Wales, the post-race with Mick Cowley. But can you tell us a bit more for our Going Greyhounds audience, uh, Karina? Yep. Um, my um, stepfather, Ron Field, um, he owned Miss Allclass and he bred this litter with um, his good friend, Wayne, Wayne Hunter, and they went halves. Um, Ron, Ronnie, unfortunately, he was diagnosed with stage four um, cancer, and he just said, you know, if I give him a hand, um, breeding and like whelping him down, and that he would give me a pup, and he was going to keep one. And Wayne got four. Yeah, and so I just started from that. A uh, wonderful story, and uh, I dare say uh, he'd be he'd be very very proud of the achievements uh, of this dog. Wow, and 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 proud of your achievements also. Yeah, every every time he he crosses the line and, and wins, you know the first first person I'm thinking of is Ron, you know thanking him because yeah, if it wasn't for him, you know I wouldn't have had a chance to to take on these two two dogs. Uh, magnificent stuff, a great story there. You've been involved with some uh, other very handy greyhounds uh, when you were were handling for Ken and Mary Wright, uh, who trained Group One winners I Feller and uh, Edie. Beecham, am I saying that right, uh, yep, Karina? Eddie Beecham, yeah, Eddie Beecham. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what are your fondest memories of those dogs, Karina? 
Yeah, pro- probably um, Edie Beach and winning the um, Golden Easter Egg. Um, that was that was back in two thousand and six. Two thousand and six, two thousand and eight. Yeah, no, two thousand and six. Yeah, God, it's been so long ago. But <laughs> no, yeah, she was um, a terrific little chaser, and she'll always be special to me. And what about for twenty twenty one, Karina? Are you a goal setter? Uh, what would you What would you like to achieve? Um, have you Have you planned anything out for for yourself in terms of achievements, whether it's with Wow or other greyhounds you have? No, not really. I just hope you know to keep them keep them sound and keep them racing. Um, both of them, yeah. An Easter egg would be nice, I think. Um, you know, to go and to go and win something like that, and hopefully win a few races. Out of state as well. I, I dare say uh, you'd speak to a fair few other trainers, and I bet, bet there are trainers, especially in New South Wales, that are itching to to get an egg. Of course, they missed out on the opportunity to win it, but being such a prestigious race and it's back this year, there are plenty aiming for it. Yeah, no, there will be, and there's a lot of you know fast dogs going around, so. Yeah, it's going to be some exciting racing. Karina, a marvellous story, not only for WOW, but yourself. And uh, we're thrilled that you could share it with us here on Going Greyhounds. Thanks for coming on this morning. And no doubt we'll, we'll pester you much, much more and give you give you some practice on air. But it's been fantastic to have you on and hear your story. You've done extremely well. So thanks for coming on. No worries. Thanks very much for having me. Thank you. Karina Britton there, the trainer of WOW, Paws of Thunder winner. Uh, it was quite an exceptional performance and it was the opposite of the air going out of the, the Wentworth Park Stadium, if you will, on Saturday night. It was Everybody's breath was taken away, but I think it was because they were so stunned and to think of what's to come with that greyhound WOW is very, very exciting. Righto, we'll take a break here on Going Greyhounds before we catch up with the CEO of the Melbourne Greyhound Racing Association, Ash Baker. Summer racing warms up this weekend with the Group 2 Expressway Stakes for Open Sprinters. The Expressway has been held at all four Sydney Metro tracks and this year returns to Rose Hill. It was here in 2012 that Rain Affair set the course and the crowd alight to record his eighth straight win. But Rain Affair, this is over at the 100. Rain Affair, a paddock in front. It's win number nine and a Group 2 to the resume. Rain Affair easily. The Expressway Stakes, this Saturday on Sky Sports Radio. That reliable and flexible worker you're looking for won't be found in the classifieds. It'll be at your Volkswagen dealership on wheels. Equipped with optional 8-speed auto, selected crafter vans are now available with the first three monthly repayments on us. Plus service in your downtime with 60-minute service express at participating dealerships. Crafter. Great for business. For approved applicants of Volkswagen Financial Services, ends March 31. ABN holders only, while stocks last. Model exclusions, conditions and fees apply. 36-month term, visit volkswagen.com.au. Harvey Norman, Summer Sizzlers. Coda Corner Lounge Suite in leather, just $2,499. Great Australian-made value. Sleepmaker Cirque 2 Queen Mattress, only $299. Purchase with 60 months interest-free and receive a bonus gift card up to the value of $500. Minimum financed amount $1,000. Approved applicants only. 60 equal monthly payments. Interest applies if you do not comply with terms and conditions. Fees and exclusions apply. Summer Sizzlers at Harvey Norman. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds. Well, we're not too far away from the Australian Cup Carnival kicking off and joining us here on Going Greyhounds, the CEO of the Melbourne Greyhound Racing Association, Ash Baker. Ash, good to have you aboard and I think I've spoken to you since the new year, but if I haven't, happy new year. We're 27 days into it. How has it been so far for the Melbourne Greyhound Racing Association? Yeah, it's been a good year. Um, 
Good morning, Mark. Uh, Happy New Year to uh, yourself and all your listeners. I'm pretty sure we've already exchanged those pleasantries. Um, It looks been a busy start of the year for us. We we kick off with a Group 1 pretty much on the first weekend of the new year with the Silver Chiefs. So um, that sort of parlays right into the Australian Cup Carnival. So um, things are ticking along uh, nicely and we're only a couple of weeks out from the the first of our feature night. To think how quickly it moves. Invitations to nominate for the series were sent out last week, of course, with the the Tim Lee, Rookie Rebel and Zoom Top all coming up. That'll be the 13th of February. Uh, Trainers have until... 10am Friday to confirm whether they would like to be considered for the fields. An expert panel will then meet and discuss final field to be announced in the catching pen, which will be next Tuesday, our first episode back, which will be the 2nd of February. Strong New South Wales contingent. Any of the Victorians a bit scared down there? Look, Mark, it's, uh, it's exciting because um, obviously I've been in the, the industry coming up two years now and probably for the the first part of uh, my tenure, it was very much the same sort of top dogs going around in these Victorian features. And I think COVID probably had something to do with that. But it's um, it's exciting to see sort of Greyhound, uh, like WOW, obviously, after the pause of Thunder. And, and then you got stayers like Stanley Road, who, who was, you know, exciting there on Saturday night at Wentworth Park. So I'm hoping we get to see some of these Greyhounds come down for these three features. Um, should they make it in the field. But uh, when you look at a dog like Wow, who's come off a big Gosford Cup win in, into the paws of Thunder, you'd like to think um, he's right in that family mix. Yeah, Flying Ricardo also listed. Handsome Prince, Fire Legend, Incapacitated Richard Cohen. Uh, wow, as you mentioned, for the Rookie Rebel, Corborne Footrot from New South Wales. Incapacitated also and for the Zoom Top Sipping Trivia, who was uh, placed in the summer distance place on Saturday night. Um, big carnival ahead, as we mentioned. Uh, what about the response from trainers ash early word on the on the dogs have you got any locked away so far uh look we're, we're working through it this morning it's starting to filter in a bit now we've we've obviously got to follow up and the public holiday sort of doesn't help in terms of the administration of it but uh ebbie and Ferret, i understand who also copped the nomination after a um big win there in the collison on saturday night is going to head to the bulleye cup so um won't be coming down for the Tembley should it be successful in getting a, a start um I understand Flying Ricardo may not be coming either, but um, hopefully uh, a couple of those stayers would be exciting. Stanley Road and Zipping Truvy, we're, we're following them up this morning because I think they were both super runs on Saturday night and they'd add a lot of flavour to the uh, Zoom top. Jad love to be a racing manager calling around all of these trainers and trying to, to get them to come down to Victoria. I mean, it's a pretty big character dangle when we do have these series all over, really. Prize money so strong all around the country. Now, tell us about uh, when nominations close. Yeah, so 10 a.m. on Friday, um, this Friday. So we've got only a couple of days left for, for trainers to get those nominations in. So they need to call um, the Grand Racing Victoria Racing Services on 03-8329-1111 before 10 a.m. to put those nominations in. So... Um, if there's any trainers listening, please make sure if you've got an invitation to nominate and you're keen to come down, that you, you get that um, administration out of the way before 10am on Friday. Outstanding stuff, Ash. Thanks for coming on Going Greyhounds. I'm sure we'll speak again in 2021 and excited to see who the invitees are next week on the Catching Pen. Thanks, Mark. Cheers for having me on. Ash Baker, CEO of the Melbourne Grand Racing Association. Also an exciting time with uh, taking over administrative duties of the Hillsville Straight Racing Track. We'll head to a break here on Going Greyhounds and we'll catch up with Jared Daffy from TAB to have a look at some of the upcoming markets. 
Thinking about your next build or renovation? Wideline Windows and Doors has all the planning tools at your fingertips. Their website is full of inspirational ideas to make your project a success. Advice and tips to get you started, even a colour selector and window planning tool. Plus, free online quotes. Just tell them what you need. Easy. There's never been a better time to take a closer look at the Wideline Windows and Doors website. www.wideline.com.au the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Our legend of the game, Alan Langer. Good morning. Good morning, Jamie. One of the biggest surprises of all time. We hadn't heard from Alfie playing in England and bang, bangs, Wayne Bennett produces out of nowhere for game three. It was very special to get a second chance to play Origin, which I still say are the three best games of the year. To win that game pretty handsomely and it was the greatest memory in my life. The Big Sports Breakfast Weekend from 7 till 10 on Sky Sports Radio. Celebrating the best New South Wales racing, Sky Sports Radio. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds. Mark Olmus with you as we wrap up the show for the last segment. We'll have a look at some markets thanks to Tab with Tab's very own. Jared Daffy, good morning to you. Good morning, Mark. How was the first show on Sunday? Oh, I got through it. I got through it. It's a little bit daunting when you haven't done that before. You're selling but, yourself uh, short, it was we- brilliant. Uh, we had a lot to talk about. There was plenty of action at Wentworth Park on Saturday night, so we replayed a few of those and spoke about the results, and most of them were won by favourites. A very, very successful night. Absolutely, except for those last couple. I don't know if oh, you caught them. They were, they were 30 oh, and 50 late, to 1. Yeah. yeah, no, they were late, but the main races were won by the faves. Absolutely, but uh, still, as always with a winner, always good stories uh, when it comes to the winner, and I know the handler of... The last winner there at Wentworth Park, which was tab number three, it was Warden Ann for Sam Simonetta and the handler. He gave us the tip. He said, have something on, and it's one at 120s. He got 120s anyway. Um, best of luck so to you him. So up? He did. None of us no, did, No, what about though. you? No, 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 no. None <laughs> of that. Please. I, um, I, um, if, I'm, if I'm backing a, a Ruffy, the favourite wins, and if I'm backing a favourite to get what back what I lost on the Ruffy, the Ruffy wins. I know what you mean. Always the way, Daff. Okay, now... Uh, Let's get down to business in terms of betting. Starting off with uh, closest to us in the gold bullion, the, the heats tomorrow night, along with the gold cup heats. Uh, there, are, there's plenty to look forward to. There, uh, can you, you run us through some of uh, those races tomorrow night? Seven well, of the heats to look forward to at Albion Park. Yeah, the gold cup over the the seven fifth uh, seven ten meter course. Uh, three heats of that. We've had a few moves in some of these races. Now in the first heat, Sunset Burbsky. Probably not ideally drawn in the red again. Uh, she's been a mover outwards, 2.15 out to 2.50. Uh, the Britain train runner here, Flying Lantern, has been a big go, $8 into $4.60. It's got pretty reasonable form from a couple of runs only over the longer trip in Victoria. And big boy Bruce, the giant killer from last week, he's there at $6.50. But I think Sunset Burbsky will take... Uh, will derive a lot of benefit out of that run last week. She's not ideally drawn off the red, but she just appeared a little bit lost. The second heat, uh, interesting heat this one. Now, here's Tears was beaten last week, 270 out to 290. Uh, Burnt Hands never got across in uh, in that race last week. It's a $4.40 pop. Rashida, we haven't seen Rashida uh, for a while now. It's uh, been in and out of racing with injury. The interesting one for me, it was a big, big run last week in a 600 metre event. Maggie Moomer was storming home. It's a $5 pop. So if you're looking for an upset there in those heats, that might well be the one. The third heat of the uh, 
the Gold Cup over the longer trip. Uh, Classy Ethics returns to trainer Jeff Crawford after a moderate uh, campaign in Victoria. It's been the mover, 340 into 260. That would seem to suggest that uh, she's going okay. Mark, the other mover... Oh, actually, there was a bit of money for it. It's got back out to where it was. Sir Truculent. The now, truck. The South the, Australian truck. The truck came to Brisbane uh, on the back of an injury, uh, wrist injury in Adelaide a couple of weeks ago. He was up there early and then sort of pooted out. I think um, with that runner under his belt, Tony Brett, no better trainer, I think we can see a vastly improved performance from the truck tomorrow night. He is a $10 pop. On his best form, that would be well and truly over the odds. Then we get stuck into the gold bullion heats. Uh, first heat uh, is race five on the program, and we've got Farmore Beach, the favourite here. It's been $3 into $2.80. It's got box three. What a debacle went round in the uh, the time trials last week. It's at $4. And Speranza, actually Speranza went okay. Uh, it's been $15 into 12 but That's a pretty difficult heat, that one. The second heat, race six on the program, and sentenced has got his box for Tony Brett. He was uh, beaten in that time trial series as well. A little bit disappointing, I thought, but his form is terrific from outside draws. He has moved from 216 to 225, but the interesting run here is the Victorian Faithy Bale. She's been racing against the best down there. Uh, she's a good beginner. I guess the trick will be whether she can begin on a track that she hasn't seen, but not a lot of pace in the race. I think she'll lead, and I think she'll take a bit of catching there. She's currently at $3.10. Third heat of the gold bullion mark. Tommy Shelby goes around. Now, he bombed the start last week. He wouldn't want to be doing that again here. He'll find himself in awful trouble. But once again, there's not a terrible lot of pace outside him. You think Tommy Shelby at his best uh, should be able to find the lead here. He's at a backable quote for him, $1.75. The one that will be storming home is 90 Mile King. Now, he's got a, a long list of twos beside his name. He just doesn't have any luck at all. He's got no early pace out the back, running on out wide. He'll be much, much better Graham when we see him over a longer trip, but uh, I can understand why they're, they're targeting these because he certainly has the ability, the ability. So he might be one at a bit of a price there at $7.50. And the last heat, well, we see one of the best greyhounds uh, in Australia at the moment going around in Shimmer Shine. Drew out in box eight, opened at $1.80. I thought that was a nice price. Uh, he's already into $1.60. It's a tricky draw, Mark, uh, the eight box at Albion Park, particularly if you haven't been around. Having said that, not an overabundance of pace here. I can see him either getting across or perhaps sitting outside the lead, going around the first turn, and he really, really should be too good for these. He's uh, into a dollar sixty now. Righto, Daph. Now looking uh, even further ahead to the following week, the Gold Bullion All In Market. Shimmer Shine's currently the four dollar outright favourite ahead of Tommy Shelby four fifty. Crazy Cool five dollars with Sentenced, and then ten dollars or better about the rest. You're a very knowledgeable man, Daff, and is there anything at double figures that maybe looks a touch of overs? I could have something on 90 Mile King at the 51 to win 13.50 a place because whilst he might not win, uh, he'll certainly be in the, in the mix for a placing there. And if, if he was to draw out in the final, he'd be hard to beat. I could entertain Faithy Bale at $10. Uh, if she leads and wins, she's going to run time, uh, and she's the sort of greyhound that can win that final. So... Yeah, I, I could definitely be on her. Uh, the, the Gold Cup 
It's a little bit tougher. Uh, we just don't know. Sunset Burbsky, the favourite there at four. Here's tears four fifty then out to eight dollars or better for the rest. Uh, maybe Sir Truculent, twenty six dollars a win, six twenty place. Uh, hopefully finds his best form on Thursday night, makes his way through to the final. If he does, that means he's okay, and that would mean he'd be hard to beat. Beautiful stuff. We've also got the Cranbourne Cup heats coming up on Saturday night. Uh, The Sandys Mamum Memorial heats also Saturday. And then the Bathurst Cup heats on the 1st of Feb uh, this coming Monday. Lots to look forward to. And all of those markets that we mentioned earlier for the Rookie Rebel, Tim Lee, Zoom Top, Australian Cup, the Fandabale Superstays, they're all available. So if you go on to tab and you see something you like, get the price now. Or if you know maybe that a dog's already going towards... Uh, that direction. Uh, go and do your best and try to lock in a price. Jared Daffy from Tab. Also, just quickly before we let you go, actually, there was a massive multi landed on uh, on Saturday night. Uh, I'm sure Trent Langscale would have made you aware of that $500 bet that turned into a little shy of 40000 Yeah, he did make me aware of that, but unfortunately I can't lay my hands on it this morning. But I think it was all of those feature winners. Yeah, have you got it there? Yeah, it was all of the feature winners, and they right. were... Uh, all favourites, Zipping Sapporo, Stanley Road, Zipping Moose and Wow, 500 for a collective 38,400. You'd see a few and of those though, Daff. You I would see a lot of those, yep. Mark. But, but you know what? Looking back over it, they could all win. They mm. were all well and truly in the market. So it's amazing how a multi can extrapolate out to a big dividend. And uh, yeah, well done to that punter. That was a, a really, really good win there. Superb result. Daff, thanks for coming on Going Greyhounds. Thanks, Mark. Jared Daffy from Tab, as we mentioned. Gold Bullion Heats, Gold Cup Heats tomorrow night uh, from Saturday night. Cranbourne Cup Heats, Sandy's Mum Memorial Heats and Bathurst Cup Heats uh, on Monday. Plenty, plenty of racing to, to look forward to, especially as we uh, head towards the, the likes of the Australian Cup down there in Victoria and even the Golden Easter Egg will be here before we know it. Thank you for joining us on Going Greyhounds. A big thank you to our guests, of course, Cam Hallinan, as well as Karina Britton for giving up their time, Jared Daffy, Ash Baker, and, uh, of course, a, a big thanks to Jaron SW and to uh, our very own Cat Ernst here at Sky Racing. We'll see you next week for another half-hour session of Going Greyhounds, as well as kicking off the Catching Pen next Tuesday. You can also see us tonight on Sky to myself and Jason Adams for Chasing Winners. Thanks for joining us here on Going Greyhounds, and back a few winners today, hey?